Oh, what's up, bastards? Welcome to the Bollywood Boys Podcast. We are your hosts. He is Sean. He is Sagar. And we are the, the Bollywood, Bollywood Boys. And welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today we are covering Tare Zaminbar. A 2007 Indian drama produced and directed by the one and only Amir Khan. This film explores the life and imagination of Ishan, an eight-year-old dyslexic child. Although he excels in art, his poor academic performance leads his parents to send him to a boarding school where he meets Nikum, the teacher played by Amir Khan, who changes his life forever. Wow. We're still recovering emotionally from this. I Drained uh, me. Don't know if I'll ever be able to come back. Call me Ariana Grande. I got no tears left to cry. Wow. One more. <laughs> call me, uh, uh, don't call me Fergie because, uh, big girls don't cry. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this was, uh, Arguably the most emotionally draining one. Easily, uh, easily. I, uh, yeah. I. It's been a. It's been a while since uh, you've cried during one. Yeah, since, since a movie has had the cryability that this one has yeah. had. Um, I cried during. Um, what's that movie with Madhuri and Salman Khan? Dostana. No, no, no. <laughs> I cried during that, but not for the right, not for the same reason. Because I was like, I lost three and a half fucking hours of my life. Right, 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 right. I was like, shit, like my life is wasted now. Yeah. Life is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not since then have I cried this, this hard. Um, but that being said, I'll say this, (laughs) A lot of people prepped me for this movie saying, oh, it's so sad. It's so depressing. Like, oh, my God, I left that movie so sad. I honestly thought the kid was going to die. You did? Because everyone kept saying how sad it was. Oh, you thought he was going to, like, kill himself? I Yeah, I kept thinking, like, oh, my God, like, when they can't find him or, like, when he's walking into the water. Oh, my God, I was like, this kid's going to die. That's why people are saying it's so sad. And I, like, was shocked when he didn't. I was like, oh, I mean, it's ultimately not that sad it is emotional yeah but it is ultimately at the end very inspiring it is and and uplifting yeah the happy ending yeah Yeah. um but god man the emotional journey yeah that i took during this film right uh you know there's not a lot of movies that'll make me feel the way that this movie made me feel like I, i i i watched it alone right and after the movie ended I straight up cried for like another six or seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> after the movie ended. I was just sitting in my living room thinking about Ishan and like, and I just sat there quietly and just like sobbed for yeah. a few minutes. And I was like, he's such a good kid. Why doesn't anybody trust him to yeah. do anything? Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was, uh, it was like gut wrenching in a way. Yeah. You know, it was. I mean, because like everybody has felt alone. Mm-hmm. Everybody has felt alone. We yep. know how much it sucks. It hurts and misunderstood. Yeah, but like as a young child, you know, and not uh, not even understand like eight why you are like this. Yeah, just thinking, thinking like that you are normal too, but everyone's treating you like. I I mean, just thinking that something's wrong with you, probably. You know. Like he probably yeah. thought he was like so abnormal, just dumb, because that's all he's been told. I mean, like everyone knows what it's. I mean, not everyone, but like everyone knows what it's like. Maybe a little bit to struggle in school, or at least a certain subject, or you're not like getting something, you're not understanding something. Yeah. But like, what if it's like I literally? Feel like I still go through that. Yeah. What if it's like literally every subject? What if there's not one thing that you can excel at? Yeah. And no one's like complimenting you on anything. It's literally just like you're a failure at everything. To hear that at like such a young age. The only person, the only people that cared about him truly were his mom and his brother. And, uh, and Amr Khan. And Amr Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
but like mom and brother didn't have a say in his life yeah only dad did yeah dad made all the choices right um the saddest thing is like this movie is probably largely a fantasy and i would hope things you know maybe are different now maybe changed around that time I would following hope so. this movie but like there are probably countless Ishana Westies who don't get the help and attention they need. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and just like are lost for the rest of their lives. You know, it's so sad, man. It's so, so that, sad. That's what like really kind of gets under your skin you think and a lot sticks of, in your heart. Like after, like after this movie, uh, a lot of families just chalked it up to like, it's just a movie. Don't listen to what, you know, it's not everything you see on TV is real. I think it's just a movie. I think far and away, anytime uh, Amir Khan hands over an indictment of some facet of Indian culture, uh-huh. people chalk it up to, it's just a movie. That's so fucked up. It's because not, his movies yeah. have so much truth to I, them. I don't know, and I don't know if there's any way to really measure the cultural impact of these movies beyond it was a good movie. It was fun. I enjoyed it. God. You know, like this is like, you know, uh, three idiots is maybe like a spiritual sequel to this movie of just like some aspect of the Indian educational system being just like torn apart and shown for what it really is and all the flaws inside mm, of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember like one of my friends saying that like she saw three idiots with her mom and her mom was like crying during it and enjoyed it. And, my friend to her mom was at the end of it was just like, don't worry, mom, I'm still going to go to medical school. Don't worry. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, yeah, no, we, we enjoyed it. We both like connected emotionally to it, but like, don't worry, I'm not going to run away and do whatever. I'll still be a doctor. You know, do you think the mom even had that thought like, Oh shit, this is so relatable. I, I think so. I think parents deep down, like, no, like, Oh shit, this is what my kid is going through. Do you really think that? I don't think, I, I don't think, I think I don't think some parents do. I don't think it translates into real world action. I think everybody. I think I've some said this part before, of the movie. but I think everyone always tries to relate to the good guy. That's no, tr- no that, one ever wants to try to relate to the bad guy. That's fair. So um, that's why it's easy for a lot of people to say that it's just a movie. Yeah, I I think for a parent it may be different though to like see a movie that showcases a child's experience or a student's experience. Do you think they try to relate to that to a memory of theirs? Or do you think they put themselves in the parents' shoes and, you know, relate their their children to the kids on TV? I, I think you're right in that they don't see themselves as the parent. And they think that it's maybe a little bit of a, an extreme example of like what they like heightened. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they see a child or a student, you know, of any age and they relate that experience to their kid and be like, oh, I wonder how my kid feels about this. But th- I think that's just like a deep down or in the back of their mind type of thing. Right. And then once the movie's over, credits roll, they're kind of just like, well, it's a little bit more complicated than just like, oh, I think you're dumb and I sent you to a private school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a good parent and I thought this was what would be best for you and I don't treat you the way this guy did, so I'm different. It It's not really a mapped over situation. Hmm. You know what I mean? It really is. So that doesn't translate into real world action. You know? Hmm. But I do think like he's hitting the raw experience here. I think the emotions are there in terms of like what a kid goes through and what a parent may see in their kid. I think that's why these movies have an effect on people because they're like, oh, okay, I can see someone I know in that. I can see my kid. I can see my nephew, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, guys, we don't have a guest today. No. In case you couldn't tell. <laughs> it's just us two. That'd be messed up if we went this long and didn't introduce <laughs> Yeah, anybody. nine minutes in and we're... <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, uh, today, yeah. Amir Khan is our guest. Yeah, so. <laughs> th- thanks for uh, being patient. <laughs> we just didn't want to introduce him. <laughs> uh, we, ha- we had you guys ask us some questions. Yeah. And we're going to do our best to answer them. Uh, so here we go. At Himad asks, what happened to that kid? Haven't seen him since here. Uh, I looked him up. He's now like 20, 21 years 21, old. something like that, yeah. Uh, Good-looking kid. Only worked a few times yeah. since this movie. He has a film like in post-production right now. Yeah. Um, 
and I know nothing about it. That's what happened to him. Amir Khan really chooses great child actors. Like this kid and in Dungle, too. Yeah. Just like the kids true. are steal the show, man. Yeah. This kid. This kid's great. Man, this kid. Darshal something? Darshil. Darshil. Safari. Yeah. Safari. Um, yeah, he's 21. Great performance. Amazing kid. Yeah. Amazing kid, man. Even like, oh, God. There was like uh, that scene that uh, he got kicked out of the classroom and he was just standing outside and then he was like doing those dance moves. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> like I laughed so hard. When, You've been there. Huh? You've been I've there. I've been there. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, I, I, I laughed so hard when uh, when he was like licking the glass and the teacher came out and he started wiping it with his shirt, like wiping the wet off of the glass with his yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed so hard <laughs> at that. Uh but the kid is such a great actor. Yeah. He's just so raw. And yeah. uh, and I believed 100% that this happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like, uh, one of the reasons he's such a good actor, and this is going a little bit off the rails, but I sat in on a Q&A once for that movie Chef. Did you ever see it? No, I haven't. Uh, it's a movie with uh, John Favreau. He wrote and directed it. Oh, that's pronounced Shaft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my response. Oh, no, no, no. The movie Chef. Uh, yeah. So it's about him. He's a chef, and he like you know is divorced from his wife, and they have a kid together. And that kid in the movie is like such a great actor, and he's so real in a way that you like wouldn't see in like a nine, 10 year old kid or however yeah. old he is. And in the Q and a John Favreau was like, well, we kind of shied away from like kids who had a ton of acting ex- experience, you know, because somebody who be acting too hard. Exactly. Anybody who's been through like the Disney channel circuit or Nickelodeon or whatever, those kids who like start young and like go to they're, those kinds of places they're sullied. or commercials. Yeah. There's just this like, you know, showmanship. Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. not necessary for a film. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and also like um they've just been like trained by a hundred different people yeah. in a hundred different ways. Right. And uh, a lot of times, like I know um in Life of Pi, yeah, they cast that kid and he's never been an actor. Of course, before. yeah, he's great. Yeah, because they need someone that has zero training so that they can yeah. be as as real. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I, I also watched an interview with Darshiel, like maybe recently, so he's like 20. Uh, and they asked him about like that role and how did he prepare and what was his experience like? And he's kind of just like, yeah, I mean, I didn't have training or experience, but like they just told me and I had the direction to just kind of relate it to the experiences and relationships that I have in my life, mm-hmm. which is what you're supposed to do as an actor. Right, you know? exactly. So it's like with the the blank slate there in terms of your experience, I feel like kids are able to, if they had this skill to zero in on that and just exist and be real and it's then re- still so fresh. Yeah. Just react naturally. And you end up with like a beautiful film and a beautiful performance, you yeah. know, which is what happened here. Totally. Yeah. Um, at sunset, the Malik asks, are those onions being juiced in your eyes or are you crying? I did have my juicer on <laughs> and I was juicing onions. Yeah. Um, but I also definitely cried. You also definitely cried. Okay. I definitely yeah. cried several times throughout this film. I had a wet shirt afterwards because <laughs> I didn't have any tissues. Uh, but it was bad, yeah. When when did I... I cried like once, but it was like... Man, well, yeah, what what got the tears to fall? Because it, it was a moment where I was just like, there's no escaping this. I'm going <laughs> to cry. <laughs> just do it. Anzul, yeah. don't judge me. <laughs> Uh, no, she like refused to watch most of it because it was so emotional. She's like, this movie's so sad. I can't even sit here and really? watch this. That's why I was like, I think he's going to die. This is so crazy. You know? I was, uh, I was uh, watching it while I was on the phone with Wajia. <laughs> we were both watching it like at the same time in sync at yeah, the yeah, same yeah. time. Right. Uh-huh. And like there was a lot of times during the movie where I couldn't talk to her because then she would know that I was crying right, 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 right. then. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not afraid to tell her that, you know, yeah. I was crying. But I just don't want to talk to her. You couldn't get the words out. Right. Yeah. While I was crying. I, I think it was when, like, there's that uh, flip book 
Oh, yeah. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, yeah. That was heavy, dude. The flip, the first time they showed the flip book. That was so because you're not expecting it. A lot of emotional scenes in Bollywood are just kind of served up to you. There's a music cue. There's a shift in tone. And it's just like, okay, shit, something's about to go down. I cried every this time. This kind of was just cried. slipped in there and like just hit me like out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, like just some piece of art that he made. And then he's like being discluded from the family because. And he made that. And he shit. made it. And it's Dude, like a really like good piece of art. It's, it's like good. really well made. And it's like. And it's so meaningful. Honest. Yeah. Oh my God. It's yeah. honest. You I was know? like. Dude, yeah. Like I felt, I, like, I give up. I, I feel like yeah. like him. You know, yeah. I'm the only one in my family that doesn't live. Like I live 1,300 miles away from anybody. Yeah, I'm related to basically. Right. Um, and uh, and there are times where I feel so left out of things. Right. Like I feel like uh, I'm not being told like family things. Right. And I feel like because I moved, that was a part of it. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, when I saw that scene, I was just like, yo, man, I know how you feel. Yeah. I get it. You get it. Yeah. I'm there. Everybody's kind of felt like that. Yeah. I think, like, if you've ever been the one to, like, be in the hot seat in your family, yeah. like, you, you're fucking up. Yeah, if you're the black, black and sheep. Your, your parents are mad at you for something. You, you can definitely feel like that as a kid, you know? Yeah, man, especially when you got a mean ass dad like that. Another another movie <laughs> with a mean ass dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like something that really needs to be addressed like fully, three dimensionally. For real. Daisy it's like dads. The, the problem with the Daisy dad. Show some affection. <laughs> Love your children, <laughs> damn it. Some of them are very stern. My, mine wasn't stern. Um but just this idea of like the kids do their thing and you know like your dad understands that no it's just like more like oh they they're doing their thing i don't have to be like too involved in like school or whatever you know it's just like just do a good job and then come back to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah um but like my dad's not like this guy but i think in general from what i know like this is a thing that needs to be addressed more because uh, in this movie, it's it's shown like nicely and beautifully. But it's like there's that moment of when the dad comes back to just like talk to Nikum. And he's just like, oh, I just want to let you know that like we're not heartless and we care, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. then Amr Khan just like drops the mic and yeah, tears him like, apart. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, let me tell you about caring. Yeah. Uh, and then the dad just like. You know, sees his son, sees his son reading for the first time. And he's just so emotional that he just leaves. He left in a moment, but I feel like he He left in in a symbolic moment because he left. He Mm. read the whole thing and then the dad left. The moment he was having a hard time with one word. Huh? I read I read it a different way. Oh, did you? I didn't read it as compassion for I don't I don't want to see him fail again. I read it as part of this dad's character of like, he can't show tenderness. Too hard to cry? Too hard to emote? Yeah. Like as a dad, he thinks he's not allowed or should never show tenderness and compassion. I mean, I saw that too. And so he teared up and saw him and was just like, I thought he, I I read it. He's so proud of him and like, can't even show him how proud he is. He just has to leave and he can't even like embrace or talk to his son because he's so like overwhelmed. Yeah. But yeah it's like, yeah. you know, if brown dads learn that, okay, you got to be like supportive, emotionally available, vulnerable with your kids, then he would have embraced him in that moment, you know? So I read so that as just like, oh, he's just so stern. He just can't even show his kid that slightest bit of tenderness. What I think it is is that brown dads are so afraid of losing their children's respect. They're afra- That's it. That's it. Respect before anything. Yeah. You know, they don't they would rather you be afraid of them and still respect them than be friends. Then, you know, yeah, have like Then a- being Yeah, like you can't even be honest with your parents sometimes about your life. Um, because 
they won't agree with it. Yeah. And they're afraid that if they do agree with it, you'll respect them less. Mm. Rather than becoming closer on a mental level, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than treating each other like adults, they would rather always treat you like you are their child and they are your parents. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. I, I think mean, uh, th- I think there, if my son a, uh, if my son yeah. is like 30, yeah, and I'm 60 something, I still I understand that he's still my son. Um, but I feel like I know where I am in, at 30. Sure. I'm old enough to make my own choices. Sure. Um, I would want my kids to tell me some of the things that I was afraid to tell my parents. Yeah. Because I feel like it brings us closer. Yeah. I don't think he'll respect me less. I think he might re- respect me more. I think he might, you know, be open to coming to me for problems. Sure. I couldn't go to my dad for some problems because, um. like, I would just get in trouble. It would just be another problem. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always thought it's going to be interesting to see, like, what, how the dynamic will shift when, like, we become dads. Yeah, and like how things will play out. How, how will our our thought process will Cu- change? Like culturally, how things are going to play out, and what kind of movies our kids will make about our relationship with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, my dad wasn't strict enough on yeah. me. All he wanted to do was perform sketch comedy <laughs> at night. <laughs> he didn't help me with my homework. He cared more about his podcast than he did about me. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even make any money off of it. Oh God, no! I'll help you with your homework. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh I'll send you guys to Sean's place and <laughs> he can help you yeah. with your homework. I mean I'm doing comedy now, but I still know how to do organic chemistry, so I got you. Don't hey, worry about there it. There it is, man. Yeah. Um why is there so much child abuse in this movie? And in Indian culture. Sad. Donald Trump. Oh god. Ask that question. Uh, well we're not answering it. Yeah. Uh no. Uh it's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in this movie because it is showing a problem. That that has been, like, Amir Khan's goal, especially uh, since that era of his filmmaking until now, too. And even he, I think he had, like, some sort of talk show where he talked about, like, all India's problems and the issues that they face and the state of things. Yeah. And I think it's very important work that he's doing. I think he is... Not every kid is like at a kush kush he, day camp. He's an know? activist. Yeah. You know, he is trying to make a change for the culture, for the people, for his country. Yeah. You know, um, I think if you can't see that, then uh, then whoever can't see that is a part of the bigger problem. Yeah. Or they are not willing to admit that they agree with. Yeah. what he's fighting against yeah um it's tough to watch but it is like important art you know it is there's a message a very clear yeah powerful message yeah that uh that he's trying to convey um and yeah man he's just a genius he's an artist man he's a true through and through yeah he's a true artist yeah out of all three Hans, I think I have the most respect for him. Most respect for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I just hate Salman Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can honestly say I don't have a drop of respect for Salman Khan. <laughs> yeah. Like, on whenever we go to our Bollywood Boys uh, He's fun. Instagram account, yeah. I see he posts a lot of pictures. For sure. And, uh, and every time I see them, I'm just like, this guy? He's just like an Instagram thought. That's exactly he's what just he is. another one of them. He just posted a shirtless photo with his mom. <laughs> like he's standing next to his mom and he's wearing a shirtless photo. That is the most emblematic Salman Khan move I could ever think Perfect. of. Perfect. Yeah. He's like doing puja shirtless with his mom. Yeah. yeah. Some shit. Like, come on, dude. Like yeah. there's Actually, a time he and a he place. Do puja because he's Muslim. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I bet he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've seen him do it. Yeah. I've seen him do that more than I've seen him read Namaz. That <laughs> I just, yeah, that's so funny. I need to see that picture. Yeah. He's just shirtless. Um, what's your favorite Amr Khan film? This makes my top three. 
Mm. But Rangli Basanti is deaf my fave, is what Sanjita asks. Okay, so Rangli Basanti is good, although I think problematic. And we'll discuss this when we get to that movie. Because I could be wrong. I saw it when I was like 16. Uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. That being said, I don't think it's one of his top movies. Uh, Rangli Basanti. This is arguably a top three, but it's not really like about him. No, as uh, far as like his acting goes, like probably not. But like under the brand Amir Khan, I can say yeah, this is like top three. Under the Amir Khan umbrella, this is a top three. Yeah, for sure. I think without saying acting wise, it goes without saying. Lagan is Ligon, number one. Yeah, across the board, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah. Uh, it might not have as great of a message mm-hmm. as this one does, but as far as acting goes, that one yeah. takes the cake. Lagan takes that the cake. That shows like, oh, okay. If there's one Amir Khan movie you have to see, that's going to be the one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's a message behind that one, too. Yeah, of course. I'm behind that one, too. It's a... Uh, fuck white people. Fuck white people. Exactly. <laughs> white people... Not... Like, not fu- not, not fuck them. Except as Meaning facts. don't, like, have sex with white people. But, you know, fuck them. Like, you don't need them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Fuck very important I make that distinction because you could take it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fuck white people. Fuck white people. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there actually an awareness and push on the knowledge of dyslexia? That's Probably, but I think we've... Yeah, we talked about that a little, that. a little bit, but um, yeah, I think uh, it highlighted something that like maybe people ignore too too much in in uh, the american education system and probably otherwise is like there's a need for kids who have like learning disabilities i i think it's just another marginalized group yeah and uh and marginalized groups don't get the attention that we deserve to have yeah um it's different in a sense that like the system they, is not built for. They don't get uh, the the care that they need. It, it's to me, it's it's less so about marginalization than it is like a grave misunderstanding of like learning needs. You know, it's just people just fundamentally do not understand that like people learn differently. There are learning disabilities. Yeah, they need yeah. to be taught in a different way. And people just misunderstand that and label it as something totally off. Something it's like, abnormal. oh, he's just a bad kid. Yeah. Oh, he's not trying. Oh, he's dumb. Oh, he's a rebel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, Unzel brought this up too. It's just an extreme example of like, I mean, decades ago in like India or Pakistan, say there's like a schizophrenic person or, you know, somebody with like severe mental issues, people would say, oh, he's like possessed by a djinn or something. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. People just have a fundamental misunderstanding of what is actually going on. Yeah. And that is also like what's happening here is like, this kid is not a bad kid. He's not dumb by any means. He just has a learning disability. That's That's it. it. You know? Yeah. And he needs somebody else to teach him than the traditional system, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, Sanjita also asks, should this child get an Oscar or what? The answer for that is simple. Yes. Yeah. He absolutely deserves great. an Oscar for this. Yeah. At Freeni Foshizi says, what scene has given you the feels, all the feels, and made you cry the most? Uh, it, it was uh, either the, the flipbook scene, the flipbook scene, or the scene that his mom dropped him off the first time. And he was just like, left alone. Yeah. And then like, I think when he's in, the principal's office was pretty bad too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's just like remnants of my childhood of like, oh shit, like times I've been in trouble, times I've had to like go wait outside in the, the hallway when I was yeah. acting up or, you know, when I was not doing well in, a, in like math or something, the kind of feelings I would have. And it's just like, man, that's just the tip of the iceberg compared to like what a kid with a learning disability must feel. Yeah. At that age when they don't even understand that eight they, years old, that they have like some sort of problem. They just must think, Oh, I'm dumb. I'm bad. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's awful. You know, it's crazy, man. This is the world we live in. 
Um, at State of Minder mm. asks, did it make you boohoo cry too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Skeeb32, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> every single one of you probably knows. <laughs> if not, he knows every single one of you. For sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and has tagged you in a picture. Mr. Group Pick. Yeah, Mr. Group Pick. Mr. Uh, Mr. I Love All My Friends. <laughs> uh, he asks... I don't know if I should... Uh, sure. Just ask it the way he wrote it. Ask it verbatim how he wrote this. Okay. <laughs> Do you think the education system in India increased after the release of this movie? <laughs> I the, don't the, understand the, the syntax question. of the sentence is very weird. I just Do you think the education uh, system in India increased? Um okay, I think I think he, it stayed the same. I think he's trying to say were there any improvements made uh in terms of like children with learning disabilities? Yeah, of course he's trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't say but that. But he didn't. That's not the question we're answering. That's <laughs> not uh, and I think I'll answer what I, I'll that. answer what he thought. Uh, I don't know. That's the best answer I can get. Yeah, I, I think we've already gone through. Yeah, do a question like that. So thank you, Skeeb. <sighs> See you later. At smileyface1901 says, "What do you think of the stigma people do with learning disabilities?" Uh, yeah, we we've kind of covered this, but uh, yeah, I think like there needs to be a lot of uh research done or at least research done by the parents or at least uh lessons and things taught to parents about like these are signs or things you need to be aware of or things you need to look for if your child is saying this if they you know have this kind of behavior pattern you need to watch out for that and that's how you know to like reach out for like other types of yeah uh, teachers to come in otherwise like the problem just keeps getting worse and worse, you know? Right, like, right. I think it's, you know, not every parent's willing to do that, but parents need to be, like, actively involved in their kids' lives, you know? Especially I agree. at this I agree. age, you know? But to play devil's advocate, uh, everybody is so busy with their own lives <laughs> and, like, trying to take care of their family, trying to well, put food on the table. Like, don't have a kid if you're too busy. I agree with that, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think sometimes people have kids just because, like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Certainly so. Sometimes in, like, Daisy culture, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you're supposed to get married. It's a checklist You're item. supposed to have kids. That's just what you do in life. Yeah. But it's like, have a kid when you're ready and when you're ready to give everything to them, you know? Right, right, right. Um, wow. Yeah, that's so true, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to play devil's advocate again. <laughs> from another side yeah but there's like this social aspect of it where like if you tell someone that like i think my kid might be this or whatever you know you might start thinking you're just a hypochondriac you yeah. might start uh uh you know feeling less than and that pushes you from getting your kid diagnosed yeah uh, I, I think the simple solution is to just like at the first sign just go see a doctor yeah. Like right away. Don't even worry about doing research like yourself because like, I mean, you should, you don't, you should ha you do don't have basic. all that knowledge of right. What is going on? Right. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or get, you know, like I think probably it's getting better and better maybe in the American ed education system in certain places where like they have resources available. They have like teachers who are trained in that certain way to, um, serve kids with yeah. these kind of needs um so i think that could be like a good resource too of like reaching out to that branch of the school or the school district you know like yeah i think you know can you you evaluate my child you know totally spend, take a lesson with them and see if there's anything they need you know totally absolutely yeah uh at zamy says do you think Amr Khan was trying to allude to the fact that Ishan was suicidal or just depressed and troubled? I think he's definitely alluding that he's suicidal. I think he's uh standing on the on the ledge, right? Yeah, there was there was a contemplation. 
uh, that's when I thought, like, I think this kid is going to die. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do that. You yeah. Know, I'm so glad that they didn't, like, write it like that. Yeah. Um, I think they meant to show, though, that, like, kids can have those thoughts, though. That those if, dark thoughts? If pushed too far, like... Yeah, man. I cried at that time, too. They're human beings, you know? Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, those dark thoughts. he's such a such a good kid and such a, like, happy kid. Yeah. That just gets in trouble for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, the, like, digression of yeah. his, of his uh, attitude. Right, right. You know? And, and uh, that is, like, what's so, like, masterful about this kid's performance. Yeah. Is that he really takes, like, an arc throughout the three hours truly, or two and a half hours, truly, whatever. Yeah. You can see him change, which is incredible. Yeah. You know? Amazing. Um, at Bumblebee asks, when is your first episode? Stay teasing with these Instagram stories. We will. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to we get will. some, you know, shit in the bank. We're busy. We're busy, man. We're actually like really busy. Yeah. <laughs> we've never I don't think we've ever no, ever been this neither busy. Neither of us have ever been this busy. Um and so we've the just fact now, that we're still like doing these, yeah. That just shows how committed we are, yeah. you know, to bringing this back. I've just now started to have more time on my schedule and you're just about to get even more busy. Yeah, I'm crazy busy right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Uh I'm getting married. It's wild. I have a job where I work 50 hours a week. I have this podcast. We have the Get Brown. Uh, I just stopped doing improv uh, because I didn't have time for it. Um, which was a whole emotional journey you had to do, which took time. Yeah. The cutting off of improv, you think would allow more time in your schedule, but it took time to deal with the fallout. True. Yeah. You know? I had to have a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> So it took a little time. Yeah. <laughs> it took time. Um, at Hey Ludian V05 asks, if you had an annoying child, <laughs> would you send him or her to boarding school? Um, No. Yeah, boarding school is pretty severe. Boarding school is severe. My parents would threaten me with that. Yeah, my parents well, would I was like me, acting up. They're like, I'm like, going to send you to boarding school. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send you to India. I'm going to send you to Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go look at tickets right now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty severe, especially a kid that young. Yeah. Um. And I don't like your tone, Lilianvi. What are you saying that this kid is annoying? Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> clearly you didn't learn anything. <laughs> no, his <laughs> his heart's in the right place. Uh, I'm assuming you're not alluding to the kid with dyslexia in this movie and just a different type of kid who's just bad. Um, I probably wouldn't send them to boarding school because God knows what kind of lasting effects that's going to have on a, on a person. If they spent like their childhood at a boarding school away from their family. Good God. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't know. At Seth viral. Oh five asks, why do you think Indian parents tend to be extra hard on their kids? That's a loaded question. Yeah. I think they have high expectations. It's the title of my goddamn dissertation. Yeah. I think their excuse for it is that um, uh, I'm talking about our experience as like American daisies. Okay. Um, I think our parents chalk it up to they came to this country not knowing – a lick of English. They came here with no money and now look what they have. Right. And you were born here. Yeah. They think like we have like <laughs> privilege because we were born here, which we do a little bit. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, we do compared to what yeah, they had. Absolutely. You know? Um, but we still have like factors that hold us back. Well, yeah, we're that, still not, um, you know, white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Havana <laughs> Khasta. Yeah. Uh I'm saying we still don't have the privilege of white people. Right. Um 
Um, but I think they're hard on us because they had it harder than us and they are where they are now. I think that aspect of like um, immigrants on their children, immigrants on their children is true. Uh, yeah. I think largely speaking, uh, brown culture, how parents are on their kids, regardless of where they are where in the world, whether they're immigrants or not, there is going to be that salient aspect of you got to be hard on your kids. They have to get good grades. They got to be doctors, engineers, lawyers, whatever. They got to be at the top of their class. There's this competition instilled and built into them, mm-hmm. you know, at least with my parents, you know, of yeah. just like you got to be the best at whatever you're doing, you know, um, that's so crazy. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from, but it is just a part of Asian culture. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, you see, the best. you see it. Yeah. In uh, you see it in Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah. You see it in any any Indian movie you watch. Yeah. Um. It's a true trope. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily in. Uh, yeah. In my family. My parents weren't as hard on us, uh, like as far as grades and education right. goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do say like whatever you're gonna do, yeah, be the best at that, right? Uh, which is great. They were really against me getting into the entertainment industry. They were <laughs> just like, "No, do go do business." Yeah. So they weren't like be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, but they didn't want me to do anything like, yeah, risky. <laughs> it's funny that you said it's a trope. Like I should just use that line on my mom next time or my dad. Just like, why are you being so hard on me? That's a trope, dude. That's, <laughs> that's so derivative of the parents of, from the seventies. Like, try some new storylines, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Be different. <laughs> that's so played out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cliche now yeah. in, in our culture. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, that's all the questions we have, guys. Uh, now we're gonna get to our individual notes, and we're just gonna. You know, talk. Yeah, I mean, that was all my notes. (laughs) I really don't have a lot more to say. (laughs) And we got to go. And and we got to go, yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, Let's leave off with some final thoughts then. I mean, if if you want to go through your notes, we can do that. Let's just run through them really quickly and talk about them. When the brother uh, told his mom about being number one in every class, and then she said, well, what about Hindi? He's like, yeah, I, I came in number one in yeah, every class, yeah, yeah, yeah. math, science, <laughs> literature, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, in Hindi? And he's like, I got in second place. Yeah. And the look that she gave, like, <laughs> it was just like, a, well, my kids are average. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. That's kind of what we were just talking about. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, it's to that extent. Like, what happens to all the other 30, 40 kids in the class? Yeah. Like, their parents must hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if the person's if the person who has all number one he's number one in all of his classes except one class yeah if his parents aren't proud enough of him imagine everybody else right right right. where does it even stop it's just who's, yeah whose parent is proud of their child you gotta be the best and that's like kind of what i felt all the time in like you know that medical school culture yeah like dude it's it's never enough like hindsight i i like really felt that you know of like do you ever yo, feel it's, it's ne- it literally will never be enough like i mean i did really well in like college you yeah. know i'm gonna ask you really like a personal question yeah you don't have to answer it okay. uh if you don't want to sure um but uh like do you ever feel because of your older brother yeah you know um He's an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Um, he's a pretty successful guy, you know? Yeah. Do you ever feel like overshadowed by it? Do you feel like this, you know, he set the bar and it's mm. hard for you to to get there? Do you feel like your parents think of him as like the one that did it right? And the other two are just like, well, because um, you guys are dentists, you and Jami, which yeah. is like, shit, that's amazing. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but him being an anesthesiologist, kind of setting the bar, do you feel like your parents think that you and Jami are just like... I think when I was making fine? the switch to dentistry, absolutely. 
they were like, oh my God, he's gone off the deep end. Absolutely. Wow. Which is hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to have a stand-up joke about this. Oh, yeah? <laughs> about, like, I mean, for those who don't know my life story, I went from medical school to dental school, and it was a big deal with my family, and they were upset at the time, but now they're cool with it. Um, and the fact that they were upset at that time, though, it just, like, highlights a key difference between brown people and white people. Like, when white people, like, rebel and, like, do crazy things. It's like, oh shit, like I sold drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to jail. Like, I'm addicted to heroin. Yeah. And me, I was just like, hey, I went to grad school and then went to a different grad school. Yeah. You know, it's just like, that's brown crime. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like egregious for like a brown person to do. That's yeah. like terrible. You know, that's crazy. Um, yeah. At that time. But now that, like, okay, I'm a working dentist. I'm married. And it's also been years. I'm, like, you know, alhamdulillah, doing well in my own right in comedy. Or at least I'm, like, happy yeah, doing I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, you're doing it. It's like, oh, okay. I, I gave them what they wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. I finished it. I finished the program. I'm technically, there's a doctor in front of my name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is. I'm not a physician, but people call me Dr. Big. Uh, I wear a white coat. It's it. It's like, okay, fine. We'll do with Yeah, yeah. The basics. Those are the basics. Deep, 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 deep down. They would have wanted me to stay in medical school and become a a physician. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Um, But what I was saying before about, like, you know, when I was in college, like, yeah, I was in the middle of that rat race and it's really hard to like get perspective when you're in the thick of it, you know, of, right. like, got to get these grades, got to get these scores, whatever. And then like, you know, when I got to medical school, I was like one of the worst there because I mean, I was obviously trying to leave, but it was like, there are kids from like Yale and like Harvard Ivy leagues in my class and they were just crushing it. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, it's never going to be enough. It's like, what college did you go to? Okay. What medical school did you go to after that? That's not good enough. Oh, what specialty did you get into after medical school? Did you get into a competitive specialty? Did you just get into like, you know, something that's not considered as as prestigious? Or did you get into like neurosurgery or something? Then did you get a fellowship? Then, oh, what hospital are you at? Oh, Mm. like how much money you're making after that? What house do you have? Like, it will just literally never be enough. You're if you're always, trying to like... You're always trying to one-up I just have else. to say this to brown kids in general, for all y'all out there. It's If you're trying to like impress the community, the proverbial community and the aunties and uncles, it's literally never going to be enough. So like just quit while you're behind. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Quit trying to stunt so hard. Like you... At a certain point, like all my friends who like stayed in medical school are just like, yo, like I don't give a fuck anymore. Like I'm just going to do what makes me happy in medicine. This mm-hmm. is the field or subspecialty or whatever I, that makes me happy. I'm going to stop being so competitive because it doesn't fucking mean anything at the end of the day. I just need to do what makes me happy. I don't care if it's not that prestigious. And I'm just like, yo, I figured that out already. That's why I left. And I'm doing something yeah. else. You could have asked me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have told you. It's like the further down that road you go, the less options you have to do, in quotations, what makes you happy. You right, know what I mean? right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and rate this movie. Yeah. One to ten Dishooms. Let's talk about the soundtrack for a second. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was yeah. really good. Very good. Let's move on. Fun. All right. So, uh, Dishooms. I think for the first time, this might be blasphemy to you, but for the first time, I'm going to give a movie an 11 out of 10. Oh. I really like it. Yeah. I give it a 9.5. That's a, that's a high rating from you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie. It's, it's great. This it's movie, great. this movie left me yeah. with something. Because it's like, as a film, it's incredible. Yeah, as a storyline, as it's a incredible. Bollywood film, it's a little bit like off kilter. You think so? Yeah, it's just like you know, it's not even really like a Bollywood film. 
you know? I mean, it's That's like true. it comes it, from that industry. It's an art film that happens to be in Hindi. Exactly. It certainly does not have the feel of a Bollywood film at all. Right, right, right. But as a film, one thing I, I like that Amir Khan does good. in his yeah. movies now is he doesn't like um, do a song and dance. Yeah. But he just makes a song like thematically fit. There's in. a score. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. like dances. They're not like you know, item numbers. <laughs> right, right. And I, I can appreciate There's that. There's not an item number from the point of view of the stern dad, like, it probably makes shaking his ass, talking <laughs> about how he hates his kid. Yeah. Um, how would a white person say this? Oh, shit. This is a tongue twister for all y'all whiteies. Yeah. Uh, Tari Zamin Par. I'm going to go with uh, verbatim. Tari Zamin... I, I, I don't even know, man. You know which movie I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they would just give up. Yeah, know? that's funny. All right, and final thoughts, Sean? Um, what do we have? Don't have kids just to have kids. Like, be ready to give everything to them. My final thought is, if you're a child, try to pay attention. If you're an adult and you have children, pay attention. There you have it. Yeah. Thank you guys. This was a this was like our deepest episode. <laughs> I feel like no jokes. The deepest of shit. We didn't. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> ये ऑमलेट पर ही जीते हैं ये टॉनिक सारे पीते हैं वक्त पे सोते वक्त पे खाते तान के सीना पड़ते थैंक यू गाइस फॉर लिसनिंग टू द बॉलीवुड बॉयज पॉडकास्ट फॉलो अस ऑन ट्विटर एंड इंस्टाग्राम एट बीवुड बॉयज विद अ जी एंड लाइक अस ऑन फेसबुक एट www.facebook.com/ratedaisy एंड सब्सक्राइब टू अस ऑन आईट्यून्स एंड साउंडक्लाउड Good night 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 night